It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie. I pissed all over myself. And Paula. I like my solitude. I don't like other people's children. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 70. Ugh! 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 Yes, producer Deb has decided to grace us with his manly presence for the episode 70. I don't know why. And I don't know why I did that weird accent. <laughs> I just have no idea Even what's wrong with voices, me. Man, I, don't I know. It. I don't know why I do it. I've always done it, though. I've always been that way. Although I found myself uh, doing a voice in the car alone today as I was driving back from a client's. Oh, fab. Which one was it? Well, I don't even want to tell you. It's embarrassing, but I was like mimicking that captain on the deadliest catch, the oh. the douchey <laughs> bag one that I can't stand. Elliot Nice. Hey, guys. What's going on, man? Yeah, let's like, go catch some crabs, man. Ew. Give some crabs. Catch some crabs. Yeah, I'm pretty badass. Oh, gag. Like in my 20s and I, and I bought a boat and it's all on loan, but I say it's mine. Oh, I just, God. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. He's such an ass bag. I, just... I have no idea who you're talking about, but you're going to explain it to me later in the show, correct? Oh, probably not him, but yeah, I'll talk okay, about it. Okay, good. You're going to talk about the show. Right. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. Thank you, listeners, for downloading our show and buying the apps and shopping on our ugly mall at uglytruth.com. We really appreciate it. And we are seeing activity. Producer Dub informed me today that June was our highest month for downloads and July 1st was our highest day for downloads since when? When did you uh, say it was? At least three or four months. So Yeah. It's good. So it's like there's been this huge uptick. And I don't know why if somebody's talking crap about us somewhere, we have no idea. We, it's the little people. They're we represent. <laughs> <laughs> we represent the Lollipop Guild and we want you. There's something wrong with both of you. Yeah, it's possible. Well, who else would have me but another weirdo, right? True. I mean, Word. it is what it is. So it is the weekend of uh, the 4th of July. We're recording this quite early, obviously, before the holiday uh, hits. But um, because it is the week leading into July 4th, um, Daryl and I had been talking a little bit about our childhoods. And I was telling him that... You know, our dad, who is quite a daredevil, he was most of his, is, he's alive, but most of his, our childhood, he was quite daredevilish um, right. in everything he did. And I recall fondly when he owned his own business, there was another business across the way, like a parking lot away, and they would have bottle rocket fights in the summer. And I remember having glass bottles with bottle rockets in it and aiming them to the other business. And we did this for years. And really? I always thought it was so great. And so as I grew up and got older, I started to realize how incredibly illegal it is. Well, yes, that that is true. Well, but now it was... it's illegal. Bottle rockets weren't illegal then. Well, these were like homemade, practically like, you know, homegrown bombs essentially <laughs> well i know that he would rig them a little bit like he, they would be regular traditional bottle rockets but then he would add like firecrackers to them and then we'd that. shoot them off and you know i do recall him filling up um balloons or latex gloves with a gas like a yeah. noxious gas and then mm. tying an m80 to probably, the back it was probably ethanol or something that he got his hands on right and then he would tie an m80 to the back and drive around and let it blow up 
And then I remember one time he actually found a grenade, an actual grenade, and he uh, put it in one of the dumpsters. Yeah. And it it didn't blow the dumpster. It blew the lid off the top. I rem- yeah. But it bubbled out. <laughs> so it looked like a jello cube. Classy. You know? Well, I mean, yes, but you have to understand that, you know, where we're from, there's literally nothing to do but be destructive. Well, and not just that, but I mean, although our father was, you know, a father of four, it never took the, like, the child out of him, you know what I mean? No, it didn't. Like, he didn't he still care. liked, you know, loud noises and things that exploded. Loud noises! <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. He He was really fun. He was really into taking risks. And yes. um, so we were I, I, I was telling him how much fun it used to be to in the summertime around this time when they were selling fireworks, because back in the day, fireworks weren't safe and sane. They were actually fun. And now it's like they've literally taken the completely taken the fun out of having a fireworks show on your, you know, in your yard or, you know, in the street or whatever, even going to the so-called organized events. They're like the most boring fireworks shows ever every year it never fails there will be someone at somewhere that will blow their hand off or blow Mm -hmm. their face off or an eye (laughs) or something like that it's It's never here in sacramento but no 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 we call that thinning of the herd anyway so it's not really a big deal yes but i mean it just you know for as safe as they've made fireworks i mean you can't even i don't even think you have sparklers anymore no i think of like that movie joe dirt joe dirte (laughs) <laughs> where didn't he have a bunch of illegal fireworks and him and the guy in the desert like blew them all up and that's when they found the freeze-dried poop yeah i believe that's quite a classic um section of that movie where guys love it because he literally reads off like a gajillion different types of illegal fireworks that <laughs> right, no longer exist all... so you're gonna tell me that you don't have no black cats no roman candles or screaming memes no Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, husker do's, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. Well, that might be your problem. It's not what you like. It's the consumer. <laughs> I think one thing that has happened, though, is that it's it's become true that, it, and this is how kind of boring Fourth of July has become as well, is everybody's got that guy that can get those fireworks. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like, oh, I yeah. got a guy. I They're got a like, guy. Oh, I, I, I know, know a guy. guy. I know He's, a guy. He lives out of state. He visits Nevada mm. a lot. So do I get to tell my little bottle rocket story or is it too similar to yours? No, go ahead. The follow-up was is that she, you know, you told me this story about your dad and how, because we were over by the shop and, you know, kind of uh, reminisced about how you used to shoot the bottle rockets across. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered when I was about in probably fifth or sixth grade back in the 20s. <laughs> the 1920s? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. 18, they uh, have electricity so we, uh, I had a buddy and his dad had a good friend that lived across the street. Now, this is not in a shop in a remote kind of parking lot. This is literally in the middle of suburbia, right? And so, or as we like to call it, the ghetto. Oh. So we had a, me and my buddy were hanging out and his dad had a, had a good friend that was across the street and a couple of houses down who happened to also be uh, one of the sixth grade teachers at our school. And they were sitting out kind of on the porch 
And so uh, we did the bottle rocket thing too, but we had long tinfoil lined tubes. So the accuracy versus say like a Coke bottle was really, really strong. And so we got like 10 of them and just lit them, lit them, lit them and fired them off and just blew up their porch. They went literally diving back into the house. Oh my God. Did you get in like so much trouble? No. Well, so here's the thing. We thought it was hilarious, but then when nothing (laughs) happened, we were really kind of worried that something would happen. And so, you know, and about an hour goes by and we're kind of forgetting it. And as well, obviously they didn't, you know, they didn't care. And then we're outside and they just light us up with bottle rockets. Who did this? Your parents? No, it was his dad and his dad's buddy who happened to be a teacher at our school. So it it was full on in the middle of the city bottle rocket wars for like an hour and a half. And you know what? They don't you don't get to do that anymore. Somebody would call the cops. No, for sure. And then the sheriff would show up and give everybody a good talking to and write some data ticket. And it would be a big stupid thing. That's the thing that annoys me about this day and age is no one has a sense of humor or the will to do anything fun. You can't even buy the fun anymore. That's what sucks. You know, for the most part, stupid people have ruined it for all of us. I I suppose. But I mean, it's still it's some old fuddy-duddy would be like, you freaking kids, you don't know what you're doing. Someone's going to, you know, ruin my lawn or I don't know. (laughs) You know what? Well, as far as fireworks go, Fourth of July will have come to come and passed by now. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know... It's always the kind of thing where I don't buy any, and then usually like the day of, like 5 p.m., I'm like, all right, fine, let's just go get some, because, right. you know, I just keep thinking, like, it'll be boring, we'll have nothing to do, and the kids always seem to think it's a good idea, but I kid you not, after I light the first one, they've moved <laughs> their lawn chairs to practically the front porch. Last year, they actually wanted to watch from the... um the the window in the kitchen. <laughs> what have you done to them? Why are they so Nothing. afraid? They're just terrified. And I'm just like, I'm not going to stand in the street by myself and light fireworks <laughs> while you guys watch from the kitchen window. That's just why, not going to happen. Why Why does it? I can't believe that Ryan doesn't want to light them. He can't. Like, no. That's like the funnest part. He is more afraid than Olivia. And so <laughs> I it's so this year I'm just like, I'm not even going to do it now. This year's a little different because you're in an apartment now. I was I'm in an apartment and I was approached by one of the neighbors and apparently the complex oh is planning a giant complex party. Oh dear. There's whoop, going whoop. to be um DJ equipment. Oh barbecued meats of sorts. <laughs> um for purchase, of course. Oh, you have to uh, buy it? Yeah. Wait, you have to buy your you have to buy it? Wait, well, who's I mean, putting it on? Well, a couple of the neighbors, I guess every year they get out a bunch of tables, you know, they block off like a bunch of parking spaces, they do fireworks. The one guy, he has DJ equipment, so he'll be, you know, what do they call it, spinning spinning records? Please tell me Fabio or whatever the hell his name is, is DJ. Fuego, no, it's not Fuego. DJ Fuego on the wheels of steel. I'm sure he'll start rapping at some point, but I mean, I get the sense (laughs) that it's going to be long and loud. There'll be plenty of swimming and food and... That sounds just horrible. To be honest, I actually was thinking about leaving town and getting a hotel because I just don't you think should we'll come f- over to our house. I don't think we're going to fit in. I don't think we're going to fit in. Why? Because you're just too Caucasian? We're, we're just too not like everyone else. And so, well, yeah, we'll not. stick out like... I mean, maybe if I was drunk and, you know, <laughs> that would be different. But I'm such an uptight whatever. And yeah. I like my solitude. I don't like other people's children. And 
I don't. And let's be honest. I mean, do you plan on eating someone's? No, absolutely not. Fruit salad. I can't even eat the, my own food that I prepare completely gluten free without getting a stomachache because it had cheese on it. You know, it's just <laughs> that's. You know, Paula, that is like my. That would be like my personal hell. <laughs> you wouldn't I, even you'd have you'd be packing a bag and you'd be like, I don't care where we go, Daryl, but you're taking me somewhere immediately. You know what? It's it's a it's a lovely time to you know if you want to get patriotic, you can reflect and all of that. But the reality, let's be honest, it's about people wanting to barbecue, drink a lot, light off fireworks. It's like the perfect trifecta for you know injuries and fights, domestic violence because it's hot. And God bless America. <laughs> There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content. So this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And now back to the show. We're a little sluggish tonight. I know. I know What's what going is. on? I feel like I, I have like, I feel like I have slime or something in my mouth. Like I can't, like, <laughs> okay. I can't like, I don't speak really know what you guys did before you logged in. Maybe that's no. why you needed a few minutes, but. I tried. Oh, please. You're the one that made me wait. I had to wait for you. <laughs> so is that what you do to pass the time? What? Put slime in Take- my mouth? <laughs> No. You're missing this. God. I get it. I know what you're saying. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Daryl's just like. For, for the record, I did say <laughs> I, we got home and I was like, you know, we have 20 minutes. <laughs> and Jamie's like, good. You can use that 20 minutes to pick up your clothes. No, it was closer to. shoes away. Yeah, you could use that 20 minutes to set up my stuff so I can record. I did not say <laughs> that. Stop lying. Now you're just being a liar. Oh, yeah. Sound like Olivia. You for, you forgot what you were saying, and so that's a lying, Ryan. That's what she said the <laughs> other day. And I'm like, Olivia? And then she says, Mom, that's a lie. why did God make us have hairy eyeballs? And I'm like, you mean eyelashes? <laughs> She's all about these questions about God lately. And I'm like, Olivia, I can't handle another question <laughs> about God or Jesus or the but, earth. But he loves you. So let's just leave it at that. Or if what snack you can have when we get home. It's just, it's never ending. Yeah. So who did God do the mommy and daddy kiss to get Jesus? All right. And that is enough. (gasps) That is like by far a loaded, like the lotus of all loaded questions. God. Where does God live? That's so deep. I know. I'm just like, Olivia, please. I'll teach you to write so you can have a memoir or a journal. No kidding. Mom Mm -mm. just doesn't have the the capacity to handle these kinds of things. It's summer for God's sakes. (laughs) It's just... God, take a break. She's, she's still four. She's not even five yet. Good Lord. Well, other than your daughter being entertaining, the um, summer programming is pretty low. It's still in a drought. I mean, I think that's just the thing is, you know, there's nothing, really nothing good on TV right now. Mm-mm. It's kind of hot outside. There's not a Lots lot to do. Lots of reality TV. Is there any other kind of TV? Really? I it, it just seems like anything that I really enjoy usually starts in the fall. Or now there's this new second season type thing that happens in like February. Yeah, they're all kind of doing like split seasons. Yeah, now. they're splitting it up. So the summer, other than True Blood, which ends, this is the last season for it, there's really no other shows that I'm really watching currently. So, you know, we're really relegated to a lot of reality show trash. And I don't really know what I mean. I just don't watch it. Well, Daryl will attest to it. He, wa- I'm watching Sex in the City, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you know, 
repeats of whatever sitcom that I can tolerate. But that's literally all there is on. Or if I want to pollute my mind with reality television. Reality show is basically the only quote unquote new programming that's on right now. And if if a person is not a paid actor, then... Which is hard because sometimes I'm watching TV and I don't necessarily think it's reality TV. Yeah, you forget you're watching. Well, it sometimes it feels more documentary-ish than staged or like not scripted but pseudo-scripted where they give them situations or whatever. Right. But um, okay, so you and I talked about this a cup about a month or so ago. TLC, the Little Carnival Channel. They, oh, and this is pretty ironic, too. They announced that they were going to do an update on Kate Goslin and the eight kids. So they're calling it Kate Plus Eight Update. And there was, it was a two-parter. So it was two one-hour specials. Okay. I know we talked about it. And I, <laughs> I realized that I am on my own island on this. I don't hate Kate Goslin. Oh, I don't gosh. think she's like the worst human being on the planet. I know most people do. And I can... I can certainly see why to a degree, but the reality is, is that I don't think she's a terrible mother. And so I have always watched Kate Plus 8. Well, I mean, I used to watch it too, but I stopped watching when the husband basically said, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. It's ruining our marriage. I want to go back to when things are simpler. And she says, I don't want to stop doing the show. You know, Mm -hmm. we can never go back to the way things were. That's when I said, okay, I'm not okay with this because... It bothered me that a marriage was obviously being, you know, like, okay, camera's off. Like, at the end of the day, when the cameras are gone, they still have to exist and raise these children and, you know, Mm -hmm. be a husband and wife or not. But that's what kind of bugged me. I'm like, okay, clearly he's not okay with this and she just didn't give a shit. And and that's kind of how I felt is ever since then, she was going to basically like put herself and or her kids or use her kids to get into the spotlight at any cost and i'm just like that's that just speaks to someone's true character so i personally think she's a piece of shit i want the truth you can't handle the truth so i watched the episodes and basically it's surrounding the planning of the sextuplets 10th birthday yeah i watched part of it and so what what i found funny first of all the kids are little hams because they've been doing this a long time and they actually like the people who came and filmed them when they were young. Well, the other thing I took away is obviously she's not hurting for money because she spent a pretty penny on that freaking birthday party. Well, I mean, let's be honest. TLC probably funded that whole thing just to do the show. She probably got paid, oh, probably but they true. probably created that event for them. I mean, you know, that's makes more sense to me. Yeah, here, we'll give you lots of money so you can do this giant you know disaster of a party or not really but and we'll film you at you know for our entertainment purposes i mean doesn't anybody else seem to think that's kind of sick i don't know what what's the difference uh between that and parents who push their little children into movies who happen to be incredibly smart and adorable and can you know deliver a line when they're five i mean it's the same thing and and you see those hot messes all over the place you know so to me I don't see the difference anymore when it comes to parents who are, you know, interested in being in that kind of world, that entertainment industry. And, you know, as much as we love to hate, the reality show industry is a real thing now. And they, she's one of the pioneers. And although I'm not, I'm not defending the greed or the need to be in power, but 
I don't think it's just about that. I think she's thinking, I have to do this because this is the only way I'm going to have enough money to take care of these children the way I want to take care of these children. It's not that she couldn't do something else. It's that they got accustomed to the six figure or maybe even seven figures that they were getting. And so whenever she can get it, and I think she gets pissed when that guy, John, whatever his name is, didn't want to do it anymore because he just didn't want to do it anymore. And let's be honest, the guy's a fucking asshole and he's a douche. He's a loser. And that has nothing to do with anything other than he is just a loser. I mean, what is he, a waiter? I think you're pretty right. You stand alone on this one. I do. But anyway, so I watched the show. Wait, wait, you like John? I'm not saying that he's, you know, horrible, but I I think that it's it's pretty easy to be... When you're not speaking up or saying anything for yourself, it's pretty easy to, you know, have a picture painted of yourself. That guy's a complete douche. He saw a way out and he got out. I'm yeah. not I'm not saying he isn't, but I'm saying, right. you know, he's not wearing, you know, thousand dollar dresses and going on the Today Show every month to give an update right. on himself. You <laughs> know, know what I'm saying? It's just like perhaps he's trying to live a little bit simpler and doing things different and you know have his kids live in a di- different atmosphere i yeah. mean he probably is a douchebag but regardless yeah. i you know i if i had to pick between the two of them she is a classless fame whore and i don't think she gives i think she cares only about the money and she will you know plaster those kids on any form she can for money and for fame and i think that's exactly um, i think that's about all she is I don't deny and don't disagree with the fact that she has tried to continue the, with this niche of, of, of notoriety because she has all of these kids and, you know, trying to make money on it any way she can. I don't necessarily agree with you that it's about her anymore. I, I think that she's trying to find ways of making it work so that she has money to so that she doesn't have to go get a real job per se. I know. How terrible would that be? I know. And I think about that. I thought about that. I'm sitting there watching her going, you know what? You are not a typical single mother. I mean, you don't have the same struggles that I had when I had children and I was I single. Mean, really, if I had to live on an, you know, five acres in Pennsylvania on my own and not work with, you know, my children. I Going to a I, private that'd school. Be devastating. I have a question. Like, it seems to me that, that people just get pissed because, you know, you had an opportunity, you took advantage of it, you're able to raise your children with some money. And I mean, how is that any different than, than a pageant mom, except they're more success. She's more successful at it. That, that's that was kind of my thing is that after watching it, her kids love her a lot. And they're really, really great as far as they're they're super secure. They're, you know, they they did ha- act out like a normal kid would. You know, some of them are mouthy. You know, and and she deals with them accordingly. And they interviewed the kids alone and separately, and they were pretty all on the same page. And so to me, it's like okay. I definitely b- agree that she made some incredible errors in judgment early on. She definitely sacrificed her marriage for her children, and nobody really wants to do that. You know, that's never that's never really the thing. But I think, unfortunately, I know that I'm in the minority. I don't hate Kate Plus 8, or I don't hate Kate Goslin. I don't think she's a bad mother. I think she's actually a very good mother. I think she's just really bad at expressing what she's trying to do because she doesn't owe anybody anything you know she doesn't really owe anybody the the reasons why she does what she does but her children are a direct reflection of what she is when no one's around 
because they're too old now. She can't corral them and train them. But that's just the thing is, is like, what's the talent that she could, you know, artificially inseminate eight eggs? I mean, the woman could physically not even get pregnant on her own. Like, probably because she didn't have intercourse. I I just don't see the phenomenon here. I don't see. Well, you don't have to, but let's look at the Kardashians. What are they famous for? What have they done? They're rich socialites. They live off of their dead dad's money. I mean, there's there's nothing they do. They literally contribute nothing. But now they have built this billion dollar empire because of their name with all this other crap. So to me, it's like the reality or the reality show industry is an industry. It is a thing now. And as much as everybody wants to hate it. Kate and John are some of the pioneers of reality television. They were literally some of the first people to do this outside of like Survivor. Right. Well, I think the I think the point though is is that we're we're also not incorporating the producers and creators of these shows or who completely are man, are manipulative, right? I mean, so it's not like John and Kate were calling the shots until until the show got popular and they could even have any impact whatsoever on decisions. They got offered some money to do a show and be followed around. And next thing you know, it's this phenomenon and people are making way more money off of it than they'll ever see. TLC made way more money off of John and Kate than than they'll ever see in their lifetime. Any of those kids. Yeah, true. Well, they all sound like a bunch of fabulous individuals. I know, right? I'm glad you found your show. I have been watching The Deadliest Catch pretty, you know, religiously on Tuesdays. And so this last Tuesday, it was kind of interesting. And so I was going to ask your thoughts on this. What? So Sig Hansen, the captain of the Northwestern, he his boat he inherited from his father. And so him and his brothers have run the boat for, you know, a long time now because I guess the dad passed away. And um, so it's a family business. So his daughter... She is very interested in the family business. She's, How old is she? She's 18, um, just out of high school, you know, doesn't want to go to college. She wants to go work on the boat. All right. And so, so she's in the summertime, she's gone and worked the salmon run, I guess, on the boat. The and easy so, one. So this year he's like, all right, fine. He says, if mom says it's okay, because the dad's like, there's no way in hell her mother's going to let her come up to Alaska <laughs> and work on the boat. And the mom said, yeah, go ahead. I do, <gasps> you know, do it. And so their feeling was as parents is if we don't let her do it on ours, someone else will let her work on their boat. And so we might as well just let her work on our boat. Okay. And so um, because she was hell bent on doing it. So, of course, she's on the boat and everyone's being super nice and, you know, like, oh, that's okay or blah, blah. And, you know, the usual greenhorn, if they messed up or screwed up or were too slow, I mean, they'd get ripped a new asshole. And she didn't. No, of course not. But, I mean, everything's giggles and, you know, oh, I'm working hard. And it's not that she wasn't working hard, but I think it was a lot harder than she thought. But yeah. So here's, the like, the the conundrum, if you will. You've got an 18-year-old girl, you know, that you've known since she was a little thing. Because a lot of those people that work on the boat, they've worked on the same boat for, you know, a decade. But then not only is she a girl, she's also the captain's daughter. Okay. So it's just like you have to treat her... I guess, like, how do they treat her? And so they were all kind of like, well, you know, I guess we'd treat her like we would normally would treat any greenhorn, but not really. And so then at some point, the captain says, all right, come up here, Mandy. And so he calls her up into the wheelhouse and then he lets her start dropping pots. Oh, and that's not fair. Well, one of the deckhands, he's like, I've been on this boat like almost 10 years and not once have I ever dropped a pot. And he's like, I literally hate my life right now. And so they're just like, well, what do you want to call the string? And they're like, oh, call it My Little Pony. And so like (laughs) 
the whole thing was is that it's just like so victor and i were having this discussion i'm like that's kind of messed up because he's got these people on these boats who've worked them for for years and they've never got to do anything he's like yeah but he's like it's just they're kind of sol it's the family business i'm like what's that supposed to mean and he says well you know she's gonna probably inherit this and so she's got to learn it and they just work there and so i'm just like i don't know if i agree with that you know what our dad owned a business the whole his whole life and i mean i because i was the oldest went to work with him a lot in the summer because Mm -hmm. i would get bored you know mom was like get out of here i can't stand it anymore so i was the only one old enough at the time to go to work with dad in the summer and so yeah he did not treat me i mean obviously i didn't work on cars because i don't have i didn't have that aptitude but he put me i did like the worst gopher work ever i mean i was cleaning everything i was filthy from head Mm -hmm. to toe every day exhausted had to work from eight to four every day as you know and i was 12 you know but I learned everything about that business with the exception of how, I, how to fix cars. And the only thing I can say is that I, in my experience, and I would say that usually the parent or the, the owner, the dad or the relative usually is much harder on the family member because they have to know everything and there is no room for learning. There's nothing and you can't fire them. Right. So you're hard on them. I don't know why he's being so nice to her because he's not doing her any favors. He should be he should be letting them treat her like they would anybody else. You know what? It is kind of true because, I mean, I've worked for smaller companies before where there are, you know, kids that come in and eventually, you know, once they graduate college, they start working there. And, you know, ultimately, they'll probably wind up taking over the business. And that's just how family businesses are. And so... After that was over, I was milling around the house and kind of just like doing my own thing. And before I knew it, that show Naked and Afraid was on. I have never watched that show. Never watched it. Never watched it. And so this couple this week, I I, I assume this is how it goes, that they put them out somewhere in some situation Mm -hmm. and they have to survive for, I don't know how many, like five days or, well, actually it must have been more than five days. So anyways... They're there naked. They have to build shelter. And it's kind of reminded me of like man versus wild. Just, you know, couples and they're naked. And so. I could not do that. So this was where I got annoyed. I'm watching this guy and he went to this dead animal and got some sort of like ligament or something because he was trying to build like a, like a bow to to spin this uh, stick so he could make a fire. Okay. Do you know what that is, Daryl, or no? I don't know what it, I don't know what it's called, but the bow the bowstring allows you to spin the stick faster. Faster, to create friction. right? Right. So yeah. he was trying to do this so he could make fire. Okay, by day five, they still did not have a fire because this guy like couldn't do it. He was still working with a dead animal ligament. Well, then by this, so then at one point he they actually decided to cut the wife's hair, like a, a strip of her hair, to make the because I guess the bow part broke or something. And he had dreadlocks, and so God forbid should he use his own because they offered, they suggested that. She's like, no, you've grown it for so long. She's like, here, take mine. Oh, God. I don't care that I don't go camping or anything like that. I can guarantee by five days I would have had, like, by two days I would have had a fire. Oh, hell yeah. I would have rubbed sticks together. I would have gotten water and built a magnifying glass. Anything. I just would have, I would have had fire. I would be so angry. I was so pissed off watching this guy, and I'm like, seriously, I'm like, if he couldn't just get his shit together, I'd be like, you need to go off on your own, because I'm not going to sit here. If you stay, it's because I'm going to kill you and wear your skin (laughs) for warmth. 
I, I'm going to take your dreads and knit a sweater because that's all you're good for. And I was thinking, like, maybe I'm being unrealistic. Like, this is where I was going to ask Daryl, like, how hard is it to build a fire, like, without flint or matches or anything? It's pretty difficult, actually, if you're not used to it. I don't know how, I haven't watched this show, so I don't know what the background is of these people. But, I mean, would it take you five days to build a fire? No. Right! No. That's what I was saying. I mean, even Tom Hanks built a fire in a couple of days on that island in that movie. I have made fire! Yeah! Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! (laughs) I mean, to me, it's like, there, honestly, there is litter everywhere in every corner of the universe. If you can't find a freaking bottle or a piece of glass to create a fire out of the sun, what is wrong with you? Well, not I mean, just that, anything. but I mean, I could most certainly rub a stick into a flat, you know, piece of wood, you yeah. know, hard enough or repeatedly enough to where, I mean, if, if you're determined, you if would get it done. If I was desperate enough, I'd get it and done. And that's what I couldn't figure out. But he kept insisting on this one technique and she was talking to the camera. just like, you know, I know he's frustrated. These aren't the materials he's usually used to working with. Blah, oh, whatever. Blah. And I'm like, oh, stop making up. the excuses. I'm like, you're the one that has to live there with him in this wilderness. But I mean, I would be like... This guy is a total loser. I'd be like, you are a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> you go to the other side of this hill. You are you wasting keep... my time. Right. Like, why am I even here with you? Like, this. What's with the naked? Like, what is what? up with the <laughs> so naked? That's what Victor said. He's like, I get people wanting to be in survivor land, you know, and try and see what they can do. He says, I just understand why they have to be naked. Like, I don't, you lose me at that part. And I'm like, I kind of am with you because the first day I'd be like, weaving like I'd be so grass blades or something right I'd, I'd be, be making trying to it. cover because I mean even if it's not about like it, aside from the naked part that's what even what they tell you in survival things like you know your cover skin your is a giant organ so yeah. I mean you need to try and like preserve your whatever I don't understand the naked and you know what I I remember I saw I think I've seen like two minutes of that show and it was a long time ago these two people did not know each other and oh. they were naked, and it was a man and a woman. And let's and be, but although she had like a little satchel, so they had like something. Yeah, they did have little bags. I just don't know what's in them. I don't even know. Probably but camera uh, equipment. Who knows? Yeah, really. Batteries. <laughs> I would have used a lens from that camera. I'd be like, "Fuck you." I'd, I'd be like, "Hey, cameraman, lens. let me see that for a minute." Little helpful note uh, for those of you who haven't watched this show: when you Google "naked and afraid," you may want to add something like "TV show" to it. Oh God. <laughs> oh. What did you find? Porn? I guess it's not that popular then. If Weird that's porn. That's not the top Google search. Yikes. Well, yeah. So that that's those shows. I don't I don't get those shows. I don't understand why. Because I'm like, what? I don't know what the naked has to do with it. Because first of all, I would never do a show like that. Well, and they were years. sunburnt. They had bug bites. They had all sorts of oh stuff. Oh, my God. That's like a nightmare. <laughs> I know what we're doing for episode 71. What? what? Naked fire starting. Oh, we should see if we could create a fire. Like, if we had to. <laughs> I'm not doing anything nude. Well, I'm not doing it naked. I don't know what that's all about. Why do we have to well, add the naked? I don't get it. All right. So between now and next week's episode, I want you guys to try and start a fire without using anything but natural stuff. Yeah, I got stuff. a bunch of barks and sticks in my... I'll rub them together and see what happens. <laughs> do it. Do I want it. you. I want to see how I challenge you to start the fire. Maybe we'll... F- I'll we'll film it and then you can cut up the video. Or I whatever. don't think YouTube allows three week videos, which is how long yours would be when you try and <laughs> light a fire. It's not going to be three weeks. <laughs> well, it's going to be less than five days. I'll tell you that much. I bet it's not. Oh, it's on. I'm doing it. 
I'll find the driest stick and bark I can find and rub that shit together as fast <laughs> as I can. Fireworks don't count, and please do not burn your apartment complex down. <laughs> I won't. I'll probably just burn a hole in my robe. Strange, strange incident occurred in Elk Grove last night. Where crazy ass complex. white woman during a neighborhood Fourth of July party. <laughs> <laughs> Some bark was was started on fire by a woman viciously rubbing sticks on together. On her porch, rubbing sticks together, saying, this shit is easy. <laughs> and it was. And she, and she was naked. <laughs> she was nude. Hey, Hugs. Producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. So I have a couple of things that uh, it's celebrity news that you probably don't know. Okay. Unfortunately, my the number one thing I was going to talk to you about, because I love Jewel. Yes. You posted 20 minutes before the show. Well, I mean, it's kind of everywhere now. Well, it's now not... it is. But you hadn't said anything, so I was kind of hopeful you hadn't seen it yet. But it was announced this morning that Jewel is getting a divorce from her rodeo husband, Ty, whatever his name is. Ty but Murray. So what's the backstory here? She's being incredibly secretive and a little... Her blog, she has a blog on her website. Yeah, I heard that it was even more vomitous than Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Gave her a run for her money. They're tearing up their stitches one another oh, with love. And, and I'm like, why don't you just say we're getting a divorce? We you fight know, all the time we and we kids, hate each other. After we had kids, it basically ruined everything. And so now we're yeah. divorcing. They've been yeah. together for 16 years. No, six. No, they've been married for six. They've been together for 16. Oh, okay. I didn't see that part. I don't yeah. remember it being that long. But yeah, that sounds about right. Anyway. They've been together um, a really long time. So, it was like when Al Gore and Tipper Gore broke up. I'm like, you guys have been together for 40 years. You guys what are you going to do? Like a freaking lifetime. What are you, you going to do? Yeah. So I, I was trying to get through and maneuver through her diatribe of poetry in explaining in great detail through the sun and the stars why they are no longer... Um, you know, unionized as man and wife. And it was just too much to bear. Now, I freaking love Jewel. There is nothing that woman has done that I don't like. Right. But I could not get behind this blog because she has lost her damn mind, which most people do when they're going through a divorce of any kind. And especially if it is incredibly painful, which it clearly is. Right. I get the impression she's pissed. And she's trying really hard to be diplomatic about it. And she keeps bringing in like, you know, I was really afraid to go be, you know, be a public figure. And she's going on and on about her damn career. And then all of a sudden it goes into, you know, private hardships and enduring. And we're no longer growing anymore. So we're, we're letting each other go with love the way we came together. And I'm thinking, okay, this is a woman who has wrote, written this at like three in the morning after crying for many hours trying to figure out what to say to all of her you know people that that probably care and this is what we get and i can't wait for the album to come out in a year with all of oh the God, songs that's terrible you're only looking forward to the music that's going to come from oh my god it's going to probably be the best album she's had in years maybe she's just kind of like i'm kind of over this i got what i wanted and i'm out I don't know. I, th I mean, she's kind of, you know, she's a little hippy dippy too. You know, well, I mean, that's just. It seems like a lot of women, and I'm not saying all, but a lot mm -hmm. of women or couples after they have kids, their focus changes, well, and that's like, normal. Marriages suffer because you know 
guys can be selfish sometimes. And sometimes, yes. They don't like it when they're not the baby anymore. <laughs> it kind of is like overboard. The mom knew it. She's like, if you have a baby, you won't be the baby anymore. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Okay, so speaking of singers, the reason I'm bringing this up is for is twofold. One, I think Robin Thicke is the biggest narcissist I've ever seen in public ever. Like we we all know that there are many celebrities out there who are narcissistic and you don't even have to know but this dude really is up at the top okay i think he's released an album but the song that he's released named paula because his wife's name is paula right so he wrote this he wrote a song about her and and this is going to take off social media wise ultimately there's already a lot going on about the the lyrics of this song how nauseating it is and how creepy it is so I wanted to <laughs> wanted to read you some of the lyrics. Oh God, okay. Come on, baby, let me in. Don't leave me out here in the cold. Ooh, turn the porch light on. At least open the doggy door. Don't say juicy more. Baby, please give me a Wait, little don't hole. don't say juicy more? Yeah. Juicy more? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't even know. What, they just needed something to rhyme don't with doggy door? Don't say juicy more. I don't know. Please give me a little hole. All I need is a little hole. Hole? A hole. He just needs Are a little you... hole. No, I am not making it up. Show your rainbow of hope and hot pot of gold on my body, baby. Show me our love can grow back. God, if he if there was ever a chance <laughs> in hell that she thought about reconciling or even entertaining the thought, that was just squashed. Now that the monkey on your back is gone, now <gasps> that the pain and regret have moved along, now that what you have finally asshole. had some peace of mind. I know, he's a total asshole. Packing up quickly, the babies and grandmas are raging, coast is far from clear, yelling and screaming and smacking me. How could you do this, you spoiled little rich kid? Rocking the TV, you bashing my ride up, you smash my guitar, chasing me around the house when you're trying to hit me with your favorite golf club. Wait, this is what she said. That's in his song. It's a song. That's in the lyrics. I assume he's rapping. <laughs> oh, because I'm like that doesn't rhyme at all. No. The e the e online article the what about it the uh, the album Paula. It, the very first opening line is in his bid to win his estranged wife Paula Patton back. Robin Thicke is making us all really fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> right. <laughs> his new album, subtly ti- subtly titled Paula, is basically just an extended thesis statement explaining why she should take him back. He's or why a... she shouldn't, for that matter. I think God. that's exactly what it it's is. It's like it's come full circle. And then they have like the top twenty lyrics. It says, "Anyway, here are all the lyrics you'll wish you'll you've never read before." <laughs> yeah, and Jeez. I think it's gonna. I really think it'll run the gamut. I think that you will see all kinds of fun being made of uh, throughout the next week or two, and you know, it's just definitely yeah. gonna backfire on it. SNL so. basically like that writer Lauren Michaels. He's just like Hallelujah. Yeah, he's like, thank God. It's out. like it's like gold just landed in our laps. It's like just one of those shows where it's just so easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Speaking of easy, let's talk about our ugly and awkward moments of the week. We're recording a little early this week, so I'm a little dry, I guess, on my... I mean, granted, I've had a couple moments that could probably qualify, but usually there's like one epic moment that happens during the week, and mine probably just hasn't happened yet. 
So I did get caught in a bit of a lie, though. And here's the stupid part. I hate lying. I I mean, and I don't even mean like be lying because I never lie. Right. But I hate just the act of lying. I hate people who lie. I just don't see the point. Like if you've done something wrong, just fess up. Just admit it. But I think what happened and this may you may do this, too. I didn't actually think I was lying. I thought that what I was saying possibly could have happened. Okay. And so you're just making some assumptions. So I was kind of just saying like this sounds like this probably did happen. So I'm believing that this was happened what happened. So I don't really think in essence that's lying. So I'll explain what happened. We were doing laundry and Victor had found in my drawer one of his like white t-shirts that he wears under his clothes. Okay. And so I had cut the neck out like um, I cut a V in the front because I don't like tight things on my neck. Okay. And so he's just like, why did you do this? Like, this is my white T-shirt. And I'm like, no. I'm like, that's one of the ones that you gave me because you said, here's one of my old white T-shirts. You can wear this because I know you like to wear them sometimes. And he's like, no, look at the label. This is one of the brand new ones. And then I'm like. Okay, that might be true. I said, I just made up that last part because <laughs> it just sounded like something you would say. Oh and he just kind of looked at me like, what? Why you did know? you say that? Well, because it seemed reasonable in my mind, but, and it sounds like something he would say, but apparently oh, he didn't, he didn't say God. that at all. So you just I didn't just, want to deal with it. So you just, well, I just, yeah. And really, I'm like, oh, big deal. I cut a neck out of your white shirt. It's not yeah, like you can't get down. another one. But I mean, they sell them in three packs, by the way. Right. But I mean, it was just one of the, I just, I felt weird because I'm just like, why did I even do that? That was stupid. Like, but you felt awkward when you did well, it. and I just didn't even think I was lying because I'm like, it could have been true. Like, <laughs> if he had been like, yeah, you know what? I did say that. I'd be like, see? Yeah, and saved it. There but... you go. There you go. So tell me about this spider. Okay, so I don't know what's going on right now in our house, but you know how much I hate spiders. I mean, right. I'm afraid of them. I don't right. like them when I see them. I can see them in the dark of night, I know when there's a spider around me. So, you know, Daryl knows I have spider vision. And so when I see it, he knows the look and he immediately retrieves whatever weapon he needs to to kill it and remove it from my sight. And so we've been experiencing an occasional spider in our bedroom. And I don't know why. And it's really freaking me the hell out. It's because they're fucking with you. Well, I told Daryl that I thought... spider colony. I thought there was an evil spirit trying to scare me with spiders. (laughs) Because... Well, let's not get crazy now. (laughs) I'm freaking out about it. So... I mean, it is, you know, recently the weather has gotten increasingly hot. Yeah, it it couldn't possibly be that. So... Let's ask Olivia. (laughs) Yeah, really. Ask Guru Olivia. Let's ask... The great and powerful Olivia. Maybe she has an idea. I'd be like, does Auntie Jamie have an evil spirit like the one in Frozen? (laughs) (laughs) So there has been a couple. And, you know, freaking the spider ends up on the ceiling right above me. You know, (sighs) when I'm in my room or in my bed, you know, or it's over, you know, my side of the dresser. You know, they're always where I am. And it makes me freaking out. And I hate it. And so Daryl always kills them or whatever. The other night, there was a spider above my dresser, and it. Daryl was home, but it was. I'm like, oh well, it's small. It was like, like kind of wedged in the corner, and so I'm like, oh well, it's small. I can deal with it. So I grabbed a, a tag from one of my shirts that I just bought. It was like a cardboard tag, and I folded it in half, and I was just gonna kind of press it into the corner, 
and okay. it ended up being big. <gasps> and so Daryl luckily How came. How did you not know? Because it was wedged in the corner. I, di- I didn't realize, you know. Until so Daryl came out and embraced itself. He saw me standing on our bed, frozen, and he came and he dealt with it. Were you naked and afraid, Jamie? I was not naked yet. <laughs> but you were afraid. I was afraid. So segue to it's time to go to bed. It's getting late. So I'm upstairs and I'm, um, I have um, like a maxi dress that I wear at night sometimes. So I had that and I was going to pee and I had to pee really bad. And so I go into my own personal bathroom in my room and I close the door and I'm sitting there. Now I am naked. Because okay. I'm getting ready to put on something that I'm going to wear before I go to bed. Okay. So I'm sitting on there and I'm peeing. And it's one of those pees where it's like, it's kind of like when you've gone out drinking or something and you've been holding it and you finally sit down to pee and it's like the best pee ever. It feels right. so good to go to the bathroom. So I'm like mid-satisfying urination. And I look up and there is a huge fucking spider on the wall, almost eye level to me, sitting across from me. Now, if you've ever peed in my bathroom up in my bedroom. It's like a closet. It's a water closet size. It's very, I mean, I can literally lean over and touch the wall in front of me. God, how did you get out? Well, I screamed very loudly and it startled the spider. And of it, course it did. It ran down and it jumped <gasps> towards me. It jumped on it you? It jumped towards me. Oh and I God. screamed and. Did you get pee everywhere? I pissed myself <laughs> getting I'm up did up but i will say this i had toilet paper in my hand and so i was smart enough to wipe as much as i could and i threw the toilet paper God. into the toilet and ran i would look like a water balloon that's you know deflating <laughs> i, I would have been ridiculous like, and i'm like, screaming so how did you get it ah where did it land well that's the thing we never found it shut up so i of course started scared i he's like well he he hears me screaming, and then at this point, once I'm safe, I'm in I'm in the bathroom, and I'm I've got a towel because I'm trying to you know I'm cleaning up now because I'm being ridiculous. I ridiculously <laughs> peed myself, so I'm laughing, and he's like downstairs going, "What? What? What's going on up there?" And he did comes he come running upstairs up. Or did he just keep yelling? Oh, okay. He comes running up the stairs, and he's furious. And I go, "What?" He goes, "Are you crying?" And I go, no, not anymore. What's going on? He, I'm like, there, there's a spider. And I peed oh on myself. My and he's like, don't. Damn oh, my God. He was so <laughs> mad. And I said, it jumped towards me. He's like, a spider did not jump towards you. <laughs> you need to calm down. Spiders don't jump towards you. You're making it up. And I go, I hate you for thinking that I'm lying. I mean, it was ridiculous. Don't patronize me. My fear is real. I'm like, I. it happened. It jumped on me. So he goes, well, where is it? So he goes and he gets a broom. He's looking for it. He goes, Jamie, there's no evidence of a spider in here. I think you're, you know, I yeah. I, I don't think it was that big. And I so choose then, my choice. I choose I'm, my choice. <laughs> I'm like, no, it was there. It jumped on me. It jumped toward me at the very least. And look at the evidence. There's urine everywhere. You think I would just do that for any reason? No, I was freaking out. So, of course, he's like, well, it could be this little crumpled thing on the floor. You know, this thing that clearly had been smashed and killed by God only knows what kind of ruckus occurred in here. Probably got probably got peed on. Yeah, I was just going to say it probably, you know, burned up from the. So you're leaving out some stuff. Oh, of course I am. Please. 
So please. The reason that I came running upstairs was not just the scream, but it literally sounded like a bull in a china shop. There's doors flying. There's stuff falling. It 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 sounded like you fell kind of like fall fall in the shower and brought everything down with you. You're God, you're screaming, and then dangerous. as I'm coming up, you're you're laughing, but at the time it sounded like crying, and so I was like. You were what laughing? The were you fuck? crazy? I was. She was giggling by this point, <laughs> but it was I such had... this low giggle that it sounded like a cry. And I literally, the, until I physically saw a smile on her face, I thought she was injured in the bathroom. I'm not kidding. I thought it was one of these, I've fallen in and I can't get up moments. Yes, because I, I, I am a bull and now apparently I'm a two-ton Tessie that brings down everything with me when I fall. You could have slipped on your own urine. You could have hurt yourself and you would have been naked and then the spider would have like started crawling up your chest and you were <gasps> paralyzed. That would have been terrifying. Oh my God. I have to tell you. So this is this is several seconds after, you know, maybe a good full minute or longer after this has all gone down. And so now I'm in the in the little bathroom area trying to find the spider and I can't find it. And it suddenly that for a split second dawns on her that it could be on her. Oh like gosh. a full minute later, right? So you're dancing and, and slapping all did of the cra- yes. <laughs> Did the crazy woman dance shaking? Is it in my hair? Is it my hair? Where is it? Yes. Yeah. That was oh exactly what happened. <laughs> He's like, it isn't in your hair. And I said, you don't know that. You don't even believe me. That's about as close as you'll get her on the trampoline naked, Daryl. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. <laughs> God. It it was the one of the most terrifying spider incidents. Are you sure the life. spider was real, Jamie? Yes, it was real. It was real. It happened. And it crawled very, very fast. And it jumped. And I don't... Was that the ruckus? No, that was not the ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> the only way it could have been worse if it had been a white spider, which those scare the crap out of me. <laughs> God. <laughs> They're terrifying. It was one of those fast, angry looking brown spiders. And my feet are, my toes are so curled <laughs> Mine are in right up now. on my bed right like now, I, man. I am up. Chinese bound women feet. <laughs> I am elevated completely. God. If I could float, like- I would. My Kegel exercises are complete. <laughs> yes, and release. Right. Anyway, I don't. I can't even imagine um, anything worse than what occurred to me, unless it had been like a black widow or something. Well, use the points you've won this week to uh, hire a maid to clean up the bathroom. Oh, it's already done. But yes, I know what you're saying. God, so. mop it up. Jeez. Well, good thing you're in sterile. For once, it wasn't me that peed all over the seat. <laughs> God, yeah, once. but the difference was is for once it actually got cleaned up exactly by the person who did it. That's right. She didn't go in there. I don't think she's been in there since. I have too. What do you? Who do you think cleans? Who do you think cleans up after me? I do. I clean after me. I brought the truth. You can't handle the truth. On a side note, um, Bodega killed another skunk. So what is that number nine? Yeah, another one. And it's you guys need to, well, number nine. I, I was gonna say you guys need to get a chalkboard in the backyard. But that's <gasps> that's what I said. I said I was gonna do it. I said I'm going to get. I'm gonna okay. go to Michael's. Daryl, yeah. Please, right now, don't do this. Okay, just stay away. Stay away from the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm not doing it. She's don't doing it. never. In fact, I was even afraid to say the I'm word. Never chalk. touching I was another like, chalkboard again. Yes, <laughs> and you know what? You don't get to take an opportunity to try to defend your position on the chalkboard build. I don't want to hear about it. I don't think it's appropriate. No. What I was going to say was the uh, on the skunk incident, shortly after I was talking to somebody and telling him that it was nine, 
and uh, it was mentioned, you know, yeah, I had a skunk at, at, at my place one time, and uh, so I called, and, you know, to, like a trapper or something like that, and I guess it's, you know, the person he called, it was like 200 bucks just to come out and set traps, and then 100 bucks per trap that actually caught something. So I just told him, give me 50 bucks, I'll put Bodega in your backyard for two nights and we'll get that shit knocked out. Yeah, but that's just the <laughs> problem is, is like there's no shortage of, they won't stop. No, they don't. Now, he's technically killed all nine of them, but I would say one of them did kind of put up a fight. Wasn't there one that like literally sprayed him in the face? Or... Yeah, it was, it was huge. And that was the one where he got mad. Yes, and that's when he decided that it was going to be, it's time to not only kill, but to punish and kill. Right. No, this one was bad, actually. Yeah, Just well, the, the skunk was really yeah. small, but it must have got him right in the mouth because by the time I even got out there, which was very quick, by the way, again, because, you know, <laughs> we definitely know the difference between, hey, a skunk sprayed or got hit by a car out on the road and Bodega killed one. Oh, God. Well, I'll so, never forget the time I was there and I'm like, it suddenly smells like burnt garlic fries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not cooking any. Where's that coming from? Oh, yeah, no. I opened the door and it was finest. like poltergeist. What? I was like, oh my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. But this time, by the time I got out there to clean, he had completely thrown up everything in his stomach. Ugh, gross. The dog had. Yeah. Like, so it must have sprayed him like, and that had never happened before. So the skunk probably got him pretty good. Well, what's funny is that all of the neighbors are so grateful. They're like, we are so grateful for your dog. We haven't had a skunk problem in a year. And so it said, you know what? We're going to parade that dog around this neighborhood. (laughs) All hail, Bodega the Great, the skunk killer. On that note, thank you again, everyone, for joining us for another fab week. Hopefully you had a wonderful 4th of July celebrating and safely, and hopefully all of our listeners still have all their limbs and eyes and such. They didn't do anything crazy in the fireworks department. Their hairy eyes. Their hairy eyeballs are all intact. Hopefully you didn't singe any arm hair. And if that's all you did, that's fine. Good for you. Sounds like you had a good time. Yeah. Again, thank you to those of you who have been shopping our Ugly Mall link. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, visit our website, uglytruth.com. Click on the Ugly Mall, and there you'll see links to Amazon, Avon, um, some other fun sites. And uh, if you do purchase through those links, a little bit of the money comes to us to help defer some of the costs to run our fabulous show And then for those of you that haven't already had the opportunity to purchase our app, we do have our own. Um, You can listen to the show every week on there. And there's also some extra cutting room floor, ugly extras, um, things that producer Deb puts on there. All the details on how to get our app are on our website. It's uglytruth.com. And there is a page that says the app. And it gives you all the instructions, whether you're a Droid user or an Apple iPhone user. Both of those instructions are there. Very clear, very easy. And it's only three ninety nine. And it's three ninety nine, and you get one time cutting room floor content. On that note, <laughs> thank you again for joining us. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry. We'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with The Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.